0: I would say limestone coffee is like the heart of downtown Batavia and has been even before we bought it. It used to be on the east side of town and I used to live just a couple of blocks from it and would go with my daughter when she was little, like a year old, we'd walk there and it was just always like such a cozy spot that was just felt so welcoming. And when it moved here to the west side of town, We'd come with my family, would come with my son, we'd come and play chess before school, and it just had so much heart and community feel, and I love that.
1: Hey everybody, you're listening to Area Code Batavia, a podcast about what it means to belong in Batavia, Illinois. I'm your host, Richard Clark each episode this season, I'm talking to downtown small business owners about why they do what they do and what it means to belong in Batavia, Illinois. Limestone coffee and tea is a fixture in downtown Batavia. When I started working on the Area Code Batavia project and coming up with my initial slate of guests, Limestone was a no-brainer for exactly this reason. Limestone is often full, sometimes crowded, but always inviting.
2: So right now, I see almost 100% regulars, people who come in almost every day. We usually know each other's names. They come in, we say hello to each other.
1: And there's this kind of miraculous thing that happens when you walk in. As crowded as it can sometimes be, you can always find a space there. But
2: yeah, it's full of people meeting, Uh, whether it's for fun or for work or, I don't know, just a place where people come just to be a different place than work
1: and home. Creating space like this might seem easy, but it's not as easy to keep it financially sustainable. And that's why I was so interested in talking to the co-owners, Leah and Joy, about the inspiration and motivation behind the business and exactly what it takes to maintain a place like this, built for community, connection
0: i mean when we first bought limestone one of our little taglines it was more for us than anybody else but was for the love of community
1: we had our conversation at limestone during peak hours we set up our mics on that big table in the back so as you listen to this conversation you'll experience firsthand the limestone atmosphere just picture curious people sliding by as we talk leah politely waving to regulars every five minutes or so
0: you know, I, I, one of our patrons years ago called limestone, um, like the local LinkedIn, or you know where you come uh-huh. here. Interesting. And all of a sudden, you're making all these networking connections. Huh. Like you're like, oh yeah, I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, you're you know, that, that person. You know, you're that yeah. person. Or you know, you get introduced to somebody. When we were coming up with our business LLC, yeah. Joy had this great idea. Um, to call it Nagosti, which is a Bulgarian term. Um, and you can probably explain it better than me because it it, yeah. it encapsulates
2: what our heart was for limestone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I served in the Peace Corps in Bulgaria okay. and um, was in, just so impressed upon their hospitality.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean, like when you go Nagosti, it, you know, there's some Latin roots like guest. Yeah. You're going as a guest to someone's house. Like, I mean, it's like five, six hours. Like, it's not a like pop over for dinner or have dessert and then you go home, right? Right, Like, it's like you sit and you just, you're just there. Like, there's nothing next. Like, this is it. That's good. Yeah. And so it it was just like this concept of like, I'm going to ghosty tonight to my house. Everyone's like Uh jealous. They also have their own version, you know, I'm sure, but like, but like, it's such an incredible, like, deep, meaningful thing beyond I think what hospitality means to our culture, at least that I've seen. And uh, we wanted to have that here. Like, don't be in a hurry. Just be here, be seen, be a part of this group because we want you here.
1: Before you all bought Limestone Mm -hmm. and and together, had you known each other before that? Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we (laughs) were
0: friends for good two or three years. Probably. Okay. We have a mutual friend, and kind of came together because, um, as I said, we have like backgrounds of living overseas, Uh and so a lot of connection that way. Um, A lot of similar interests, like we love fine wines, fine cheeses, tabletop games, hiking, traveling, traveling,
2: being outside. Um,
0: Yeah. So we spent a lot of time together, and our families spent a lot of time together. um, Yeah, and. We were close friends. Um, we volunteered together in a couple of different capacities, also. So,
1: mm-hmm. how long did you live in Batavia before you met? Mm.
0: So, my husband grew up in Batavia. Um, I did not. Uh-huh. And after we were married and it started our family, we had moved here back here in two thousand and eight. Okay. Um, and
2: then Joy moved here in twenty fifteen. So we basically we, yeah. like right away became friends because everyone okay. was like, Oh, you've traveled. You should meet Leah. You should meet yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Totally. Yeah. So who are you talking
1: to? Like, um, I guess the question I want to ask really is like, what was the first moment that you both both? And I'll start with you joy. Sure. Like what was the first moment that you felt you belonged in Batavia?
2: Let me describe it this way. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've told Leah this too. Like when we moved here, I just said yes to everything volunteering huh. for things, meeting up with people who invited me to go get coffee or go play games at their house or whatever, like, yeah. because that's how you get connected. Right. And I think it was a mutual thing where like, that was my like strategy for making friends and becoming connected. But mm-hmm. it was also very natural because of the people here.
1: Right. So I don't it know if there was like, it was easy to say yes to that. Yeah. It was yeah. easy to
2: say yes to because people are friendly uh-huh. and inviting and, but I'm also friendly and willing to do things. So, Does that help? Like, I just feel like that was it. Like, okay, there's this mutual, like, we're connected pretty quickly because it was friendly and I was doing it.
1: Leah, what about you? What was the moment that you felt you belonged in Batavia?
0: Like joy, I had lived and moved a lot,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: almost my whole life before settling in Batavia. Um, As a kid, it was normal to move um, and always be in new places and... I would say for me, it was when we had our two kids and started really just settling in here, Mm -hmm. going to library classes and Park District gymnastics and dancing. And, you know, when you start seeing people, the same people everywhere you go, Mm -hmm. and you realize, like, oh, I live in a community of people. It's not just I live around people. It's I live with people. Right. And I would say when our kids started arriving at school age um, we had opportunity to send them to private school Uh and I told my husband I said I really want them to go to neighborhood school Mm -hmm. I want them Mm -hmm. to stay here in the community um, because I want them to go to school with their neighbors with the people they're gonna run into at the playground and at the library and so that was a very very intentional choice on our end to stay within our community and I would say um It was kind of at that moment where my kids were arriving at that age, that school age that I was like, this is this is where we belong, right. Um, and I think that's why I was also so drawn to owning a business in Batavia hmm. because it's just that sense of this is where I belong. I don't want to work outside of my community right. I like living here, working here, playing here, eating here, recreation here. Maybe that's because I traveled so much before, mm-hmm. like having such a centered place has been just really important to me.
1: Yeah. Can you describe the moment that you both decided to, to buy limestone and do this thing together?
2: Leah heard about it um, through a friend, ironically, who's here right now. Yeah, he's here. He's pretty much <laughs> Just here over there, every just day. a few feet away. Yeah. yeah. And he's currently now our landlord. Like, yeah, that's how he... He heard about it because he's... Yeah, something we were chatting about
0: local businesses and small businesses and Mm -hmm. I had told my friend, I was like, I was trying to explain my kids today the difference between like a Starbucks and a limestone, Uh you know, Uh because we had been at limestone and trying to explain, you know, what a small business is and what a local coffee shop is. And he said, well, ironically, limestone's up for sale if you know anybody who Mm. is interested. And I was kind of in, no, not kind of, I was very much in this, what is my next thing in life? What am I going to do with my life? You know, I had a career, but I was kind of looking for the next thing. Can I ask what
1: your career was before this?
0: I was a professional musician. Okay. I have a degree in piano performance. Okay. And you know, my kids were getting a little bit older, and so just looking to try something different. And... When I heard that limestone was for sale, I just had this aha moment. It was like a light bulb. And it was like, that is exactly what I want to do. And then in the same moment was, and I want to do it with joy. Yeah. And so I think it was the next morning I called her up and I was like, hey, I heard limestone's for sale. Let's buy it. Like, let's do this together. Like, (laughs) I really want to do this together.
1: Yeah. And from your perspective, was this out of the blue?
2: When you received
1: that call, were you like, I hadn't thought of that, or was it?
2: Oh, I hadn't thought of it, but I was also in a, also ready to shift from my current career situation as well. Which was what? A smattering, but okay. perfect for running a business where you just have all kinds of Well, at that time, experience. you were working in Chicago. I was in the city. Yeah. I was a software sales account manager,
1: so Got it. it was <laughs> that
2: super deep, exciting. That <laughs> deep
1: breath right before you said that. <laughs> Says everything we need to know. It
2: was, I was ready for a change. I get it. But what's
1: interesting to me is like neither of you ran businesses before this. No, we did not. And if, but you're talking about it like it's this natural choice. Oh, it fits us
2: really well. But but, we didn't know though.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the thing I'm getting at is like having, okay, being in, uh, even managing or having a coffee shop is like a really idyllic idea. It's the kind of things. From my perspective, it's the kind of thing they make cozy games about, like vid- those video games that <laughs> yeah, like, yes. make you feel better. Right. <laughs> um, it seems really nice, oh, but boy. the idea that's tied to that of like running a business, it can be a very different animal. And I'm curious, did you feel in that moment, like you understood that and were ready for that?
2: We did not know what we were stepping into, that's <laughs> for sure. I, that's not a necessarily negative, but,
1: yeah. you
0: know, I have described it this way to many people, it's kind of like having your first child. Um, (laughs) You don't really know what you're getting yourself into. No one would do it if
1: they did. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: that first year of (laughs) being a parent, there's many moments you're like, what did I get myself into? Like, I didn't know it was going to be like this. But then there's also incredible joy with that, with being a parent too. Mm -hmm. and especially our first year of owning limestone. It was a huge learning curve. Uh-huh. Um, but I say this as humbly as possible. We are smart, intelligent, hardworking women, and we just figured it out, you know, yeah. and we're learners. And so we have, you know, no problem seeking out mentoring, you know, like asking people like, Hey, how did you do this? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, reading books or whatever it is, you yeah. know, um, and just, You know, and Joy kind of mentioned this earlier. We had both had a lot of experiences that did prepare us
2: for business ownership. We were set up for to be entrepreneurs, but we didn't even know it. Interesting, yeah. We did. We just, and then, and then the two combined. I mean, like, there, Mm -hmm. I would never do this without Leah. I I also know we wouldn't have done a non-turnkey situation. Like, we're not going to set up a business,
1: (laughs) right? You know what Uh, I mean? Like, it's yeah. 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 So that's interesting. Turnkey,
0: and then together, and our strengths really. Balance each other out.
1: Really I was going to well say also. there's a complimentary thing happen that's Absolutely. evident to me even now. There's like some detail stuff over here mm-hmm. and then some like big picture Ish. management. You read that
2: perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're both like, we love connecting with people. Uh huh. That is where the heart is. Yeah. We can get all the behind the scenes stuff done, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. we, and when we don't know what to do, like Leah said, we'll seek out. Advice or ask questions, freak out for a little bit together, and then we move on. You know, yeah. but like, we um, we love connecting with people.
1: Right. Yeah, and that's
2: the heart of it.
1: You have started something that is very vision forward. It feels like it. It is. It is, is created to serve a purpose mm-hmm. or a vision, which you've already talked about a little mm-hmm. bit. I'm I'm curious. Like, was that there from the very beginning? Mm-hmm. And and did you have conscious ways in which you mm-hmm. thought we're going to do it this way because mm-hmm. It is about community.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the heart of it. Yeah, truly. I mean,
0: yeah, we've made multiple decisions that honestly go against what the normal trend is for coffee shops right now. Okay. Um, you know,
2: drive-throughs are right. most, or to go only where they to come out only. to your car and bringing your coffee. Yeah. We
0: don't. So, but we we have okay. made many decisions where we ask ourselves, what is our value? Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, we re- we remind each other we're like we're not a non for profit mm-hmm. we're a for profit business mm-hmm. so we do have to like
1: mm-hmm. make
0: decisions that mm-hmm. you know we keeps our lights on and pays our staff well and but um, yeah. yeah but we do ask what is our value which always comes down to people and specifically right now Batavia people
1: mm-hmm. we've had
0: opportunities to expand the business to other communities and we've decided right now we want to be in Batavia and we want to stay in Batavia and put our focus there.
1: What is the reason behind not branching out potentially expanding the business in that way?
2: So another small business owner shared with us some advice kind of right when we took over the business and Mm -hmm. she just said that her and her husband their business they always ask two questions do we like doing it And does it make us money? Mm. And if it doesn't answer both those questions, we're not going to do it. (laughs) It ties into the Batavia question, which um, Leah can expand upon. But, like, we want to be in Batavia. Yeah. And, yeah, it makes us money because our loyalty, our our branding is here and our client base is here, right? Mm -hmm. So it's both. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to make us money and we want to be here. We don't want to be anywhere else.
0: You know, who knows what future Joy and Leah will say. But current current (laughs) Joy and Leah say um, we bought limestone because of the Batavia third place it was.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We did not buy limestone because we wanted to become... A coffee mill. Yeah. A coffee factory or (laughs) uh, uh whatever. So for our current value is... just being very, very, very invested right. in Batavia right. um, and being very active in all aspects of Batavia, or, you know, not all, but as many as we can. As many um, as makes sense in our yeah. partnerships. Yeah. yeah, we know so many local small business owners in Batavia, mm-hmm. are great friends with many, many of them, and we just love being in the community and supporting each other yeah. and advocating for each other. So it just didn't fit our current value to have another location in another town right now.
1: Was there a moment um, after you purchased Limestone, whether right after or even just like years in, where you sort of questioned whether this was a good idea?
0: (laughs) I would definitely say my first week after the keys were handed over (laughs) and the other owners walked away. And it was a couple days into it. I remember standing in the back and just saying, "What did I get myself into?" <laughs>
1: what did it stay? So you, it wasn't like a slow reopening. It was like you. It just, was immediate. It was oh, there was I didn't no realize that. Period, so you bought yeah. it, and it did it close. Mm-hmm. It just kept going. It kept and going. You suddenly, owned a working coffee shop.
2: Yep. That's it. and restaurant. Oh yeah, they what? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know this. I mean, yeah. it was. I would call it a cafe.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't yes. call it a but restaurant, restaurant But you food Which is cafe cafe a big
2: that deal That was all made
0: on site yes. so okay. All of it yeah. was
2: in-house Wow yeah. yeah I would say Mostly
0: it was that aspect The cafe aspect I was like What did I get myself into <laughs> So my
1: limited experience On stuff like this Is like I worked in a Panera Bread I okay. worked at a Panera Bread Very similar Yeah. And, and the that. drastic difference Between The people who made the food And the people <laughs> who worked In coffee and bakery Is It's distinct Yeah It's like a very different thing
2: And we were doing it all
1: Yeah Wow <laughs>
2: And they spread, that they, they like sprayed and prayed, which is fine. Like they were getting this business uh-huh. thriving, right? Yep. And they were one family. Yeah. But they served everything hoping that it would grab more volume yeah. of people. Yeah. But it was a lot. It was a lot to manage. And let me just say this too. The timelines and the way it worked out, we bought the business six months before I could leave my commission-based job okay. in the city. Mm-hmm. So she ran the business for, the okay. three, for six it. months. Oh, gosh. So <laughs> yeah. you're in
1: Chicago. I'm in Chicago. And Leah, you're in the back freaking out. Yes,
2: <laughs> basically. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. Yep, that's, and that's I do want to. So we know you're feeling about that. What was your feeling about that at that moment? Oh, I wanted to be
2: her? here so bad. Yeah. I wanted to be here so bad. I not only did I mostly hate my job, but mm-hmm. I like this is just what I was meant to do. You know, like she said, like, this is what I wanted to be doing. This is what I meant to be doing and doing it together. And we knew buying it, I was going to have to finish my year in the city. So we knew that, but it didn't make it any easier on her or on me just doing my thing in the city, you Uh know.
1: Did it turn into kind of a hustle year for you where you were kind of doing two things?
2: And I had a baby. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we forgot
1: the, the other thing, Right. Right. Yeah. The, <laughs> the other yeah. thing that the, the other, other th- thing like that almost immediately found into. out. I was. <laughs> was this your first? Yeah. Amazing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it was quite a whirlwind. Yeah. For me. Yeah. But especially Julia. took over the business October of
0: 2018. Okay. Um. Okay. Almost then five years ago. Joy's daughter was born July 9, 2019. Uh huh. And then November twenty nineteen our shop flooded, so we closed for three weeks. Okay. For renovation. Yes. Renovated, yeah. Reopened for the holidays, yay! And then COVID hit.
1: That's why so um you know what's crazy is I moved here, so again, because of my kids, I can measure how long we've been here by mm-hmm. how long they that's are. Nice, yeah. I'm terrible at times, so that's great. <laughs> it's perfect. So we've been here five years. Okay. Um so I must have right moved here around the then, time. Yeah. But I had no idea that there was any, like th- I thought that you all had owned Limestone and had been here forever. It's just crazy yeah, how it presented.
0: we gave off that. Yeah, that vibe, yeah. I mean, it probably <laughs> it has something to do with, it. It,
1: with the, the fact that it did exist before. But sure, like, yeah. it's just crazy how like you just assume things have been this mm, way. And yeah. I don't know how many people listening to this will have that same experience mm. or like, you know, but um. It's interesting how it just feels like it's been that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and from your perspective, it you have yet to have, like, a solid, stable year. I know. Like. We
0: keep hoping this will be the year.
1: Yeah. Well, it feels like it. Right?
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're crossing our fingers. <laughs> Is
1: there someone who inspires you in what you do? Joy.
2: Well, honestly, Leah does a lot. The fact hmm. that she asked me to go into business with her, I was like... I must be putting off a different vibe than I feel inside. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, I won't go into like specifics, but all the like really strong women that I've had in my life hmm. um, who have told me I can do whatever. Not, you know, they are at limits because of credentials and stuff, but like just strong women who didn't just surrender to um, status quo. There are people that you don't know that kind of just maybe not with words always, but with just like presence and modeling of like, don't sell sell myself short um, just because I'm a woman. Right. um, Or because I've not done it before because I don't have all the answers.
1: Yeah. Was that something that kept you from pursuing entrepreneurship in the past?
2: Hmm. No, I'm a kind of fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants person. Okay. And so uh, I don't think I ever would have thought of doing this. Okay. Um, I did reach out to the Starbucks in Bulgaria in the town I was living in. Uh-huh. It was a city of 450,000 people. There wasn't one there, sorry. And I, was, I reached out to Starbucks. I'm like, listen, I speak the language. I love coffee, and I think I would be a great manager. What if uh. you open a shop here? I would love to do that. And okay. they, they, got, they got back to me and said, thanks for reaching out. We're not expanding our international whatever at this time but anyway like so I had that like cool idea to like ask them to let me run a new shop you know but it didn't hold me back yeah doesn't hold me back very much now but here's the thing one woman who I met almost right away after moving here and I was volunteering with her and I remember her saying if there's something tough just find a friend to do it with like if there's something you don't want to do or you just can't get over this whatever like just get a friend and do it together I'm like and then it flips and it's like fun you know and then you feel like you can do anything and so I think that's part of it
1: what about you Leah what who um inspires you
2: well Joy's a little energizer bunny over here
0: and I cannot figure out how she just just keeps going all the time. And I'm like, I need some of that in my life.
1: <laughs> yeah. Isn't that annoying? <laughs> yeah,
0: right? I'm
1: like, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I love that and uh, keeps me on my toes in a really good way, um, mm-hmm. in a really good way. And keeps our business, I mean, just going. But um, I would say, and I, I kind of mentioned this earlier, we have a very strong um, small business community in mm-hmm. Batavia. And they're all just very inspiring people yeah. and especially during covid yeah. mm-hmm. watching many of our business neighbors um, pivot and uh-huh. figure out how to keep their business surviving and uh-huh. alive mm-hmm. during that time and supporting each other you know so many of the local businesses were like let's do you know the
2: social media post together or like I don't know they're just super supportive and yeah knowing that we were're here together. There's just this like mentality and supportive.
0: And for the most part, it's not competitive, it's supportive. And um, I think that's just been really inspiring.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. And you can feel that too. Like Mm -hmm. I I wanted to ask, like, what is something that about limestone that you feel could only work in Batavia?
2: Mm. So I don't know if this is the answer to that question, but Mm -hmm. a part of it is the down to earth unpretentious character that is batavia yeah i just don't think that we would want to do a business anywhere else that wasn't that batavians are a special group of people
1: right
0: and i think Mm -hmm. you know they start attracting
2: similar people Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. to batavia yeah it's great synergy yeah it keeps building on itself
1: yeah i am curious like how that um it is your personalities i guess like in which like the unpretentiousness i guess Mm -hmm. comes out but i'm Mm -hmm. curious if that if that Does that find its way into anything limestone does? Like, how does that play out in the business? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: We, this is a funny thing to say, but when we hire baristas who have other experience in coffee shops, Mm -hmm. we often tell them, we're like, well, we're not a pretentious coffee shop. Our value is to have an excellent product and to be very consistent consistent. with our product. Uh But we're not pretentious. Mm -mm. So if that's
2: what you're looking for in a coffee shop, this might not be the place for you. And and it's not just me and Leah. You said, yeah, that's those characteristics. We embody them. Mm -hmm. But like the customer base is not pretentious. Like it's both. Yeah, we don't serve pretentious coffee, although some coffee shops might say we do you know, or maybe like mcdonald's might say we do <laughs> right right <laughs> but like compared to i would say the more roast experiences mm-hmm. or presentation focused experiences uh-huh. Uh-huh. there's not the demand for that here yeah and we don't we are in no way trying to throw shade
0: on any other no. coffee shop you right. know this is just not at all this, it's just it's this, a, this, is a, this is who we do, too, too you know shop, totally. so, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we sometimes enjoy going to other places yes, we do. and trying some fancy coffee and fancy of coffee course. shops, you know, so it's fun, but yeah. that's just not necessarily. Yeah, no, it's, so. it's
1: fine. Yeah.
2: It's just yeah. not Batavia. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: What keeps you up at night about limestone? We'll start with Leah on this one.
2: <laughs> I would say
0: one of the hardest parts of being a business owner, and I would think this is probably true of most businesses mm-hmm. is the HR part of it. Huh. First, I will say we have an incredible team here. Yeah. We, yeah, somehow we have just been so fortunate just to have excellent, excellent staff. They're very reliable. They're very trustworthy. Um, they're fun. They're great with our customers. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's also, I would say, one of our, stressors isn't the, the best word, but it's hard, it's you know, to manage. Thing. It's very yeah. fragile, you know, and, um,
1: fragile in what way?
2: Because they're people. Yeah. Not, not like they're high maintenance or, or fragile themselves. Right. Not at all, actually. So I've been wanting to say this all along. And I know this is true for Leah too, but when we say that like Batavia is why we do this and the community is why we do this, Yeah. the deepest part of that is our staff, right? Yeah. Like taking care of them, and trying to make sure that they feel seen, yeah. and taking, literally just taking care of as best we can, mm-hmm. and having concern for them. Mm-hmm. That is that is what keeps us up at night. Like just trying to make sure that we're doing our best by them. And sometimes you have to make tough decisions on yeah. that front. Um, and sometimes it's very rare, yeah, yeah. very rare that we have to make those tough decisions. But yeah, that was yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Their staff and the HR part.
0: Yeah. And sometimes, you know, we realize that we could have done something better or could have handled a situation better. Um, Yeah. And that's hard because we try to be as great as possible. Mm -hmm.
2: And we mess up. And
0: we mess up. Yeah. I mean, but... um,
1: But even that introspection like reflects something, right? It reflects that you care, which is not like you don't often get people willing to even say that, (laughs) willing to even say that to themselves, much less another person, much less on (laughs) mic. You know, Um, I think that reflects something. And and I also think like coming into the coffee shop, you just feel that Mm -hmm. like I've Service is not something I've noticed is bad here. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure I've noticed anything is bad over other than pour over coffee. Uh, <laughs> nice. could, would be nice. good. Yeah. Uh, right. Just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, oh, I don't get pour weird. over coffee. But um, uh, yeah, like that sense that you are helping them feel seen and welcome, it's passed on to the customer, in that's my what we experience.
2: we hope for? Right? Not not for the sake of the business. Yes, of course it's all connected.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The workplace is the modern village, I think. You uh-huh. can't really get away from everybody. You got to like live next to the neighbor you're stuck yes, next to. Yes, yes, yeah. totally. So, we really try to do our best. We really try, and we don't always get it right, but we try. Yeah. We, our staff can say that. I think yeah. they see that we try. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know an example of where I we we get little glimpses into I would say maybe the health of our staff is even yesterday. One of our baristas texted the whole group and said, we had to put down our dog today. Ugh. And so, but yeah, just it. felt that's the also, vulnerability yeah. to yeah. be able yeah, to say that big. Yeah. to her,
2: her, her teammates, she doesn't have a shift coming up. She wasn't looking for someone to get it covered. Uh, wow. She's just sharing.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, so we just, you know, get beautiful examples of that.
1: Right. So. Yeah. yeah.
2: And our, one of our, Staff members um, who worked for us for a year. She just moved. Sad to lose her. She to another state. Yeah. To another state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, dream. Anyway, she she wanted to do that her whole life. But anyway, she moved. And she's texting us pictures and videos of like her hiking and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. so they go deep with each other. Yeah. If you're here for a, a good chunk of time. Anyway.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Um, last question. Okay. I'll start with Leah. Okay. To you what does it mean to belong in batavia
0: i think it's a uh, a give and a take you have to like show up hmm. Um, hmm. and you have to be part of what batavia is and hmm. so i think in a lot of our society we're takers um you know hmm. we we want the service we want the food we want the drink we want you know it's all about me and what can i get and i think to belong in batavia you you have to give yeah. along with the taking. And, you know, whether that's volunteering or just showing up or... Um, or spending your money here. Or spending your money here. Um, not here. here at Limestone, but no. here in <laughs> Batavia. Yeah. Come to Limestone. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little sales pitch Yeah, there. uh-huh. <laughs> And there's a lot of Batavians who have already found that belonging and I think there's a lot of people who haven't quite yet found it Mm -hmm. and I want to be like you don't even know what it's like like this this is here for you but it's just you know it's showing up and even let's see what evening was it it was Thursday night my husband and I we didn't have anything on our calendar which is very rare Mm -hmm. it was a gorgeous night and so I said let's just go downtown and walk around Batavia Mm. and so we brought our dog and we walked around you know, River Street and across the Peace Bridge and up Wilson and there were people everywhere. Mm-hmm. There were people out Their uh, Sidecar Supper Club was doing trivia night. So like River Street was full of people. The Popcorn Depot was popping popcorn. And, <laughs> you know, and we ran into so many people that we either knew personally mm-hmm. or kind of knew them. You, you mm-hmm. know, they kind of knew us. And so you could kind of just like, hey, how are you? You know, and wave. But it's it's just that. It's, it's that showing up. Yeah. And, you know, when instead of just plopping down in front of another television show, it was, yeah. let's, let's just go walk around.
1: Right. So. Yes. I think one of the things I've observed um, is living in the suburbs is that there is a real impulse sometimes to go to a different place. Like I did when I lived in Wheaton and came to Batavia. (laughs) Um, Though that was a little more intentional. I think a lot of times we like end up out on Randall and Mm -hmm. we're going off to Geneva or Mm -hmm. North Aurora. Mm -hmm. And we're not really thinking about how can I be a part of Hmm. this place that I actually live. Right. And that's part of why I'm starting the podcast is like to focus. I've had people say, why not do the Tri-Cities? And I'm like, Mm. no, but I want to, Really focus on this town I live, because yeah. I believe that that is actually beneficial both for the town but also for the people. Yeah, to actually focus yeah. on where you live. What about you, Joy? What's the uh, what is belonging to what does it mean to belong um, in Batavia? Sorry, I forgot the question. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so I um, I'll echo a little bit what Leah said, but like I was thinking about John F. Kennedy because the Peace Corps is so ingrained in me, okay. like Ask not what your country can do for you. Yep. Ask what you can do for your country. Just uh-huh. like, and how much that gives back to you. Yeah. Right? Like, like Leah said. But I think it's, I think it's also, and this is a little bit of me, but I feel so at home here. I feel like it's also Batavia. It's like, just believing the best about your neighbors. Like, uh-huh. just instead of assuming everybody's out to like screw you or, uh-huh. I don't know. I That's just not here. If you believe the best about, The people around you, I think that that's how you connect here.
1: Is that true is that truer in Batavia than other places? Maybe that's like I have
2: to believe it is because (laughs) they actually reach out. Like why would you reach out or why would you want to be connected to someone you don't believe the best about? I don't know. I've just never felt people might be true on some level elsewhere, but it's just so so I feel like prevalent here. Yeah. Maybe more deeply true. Yeah with more people or more parts of people. I don't know.
1: That's cool. Uh, we're done, but I just want to make the observation that Leah, in particular, has waved at about fourteen people in the course of this interview. <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> had a on. direct line of sight. Joy would have been that person too. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, it just, <laughs> it's, it's just funny to do an interview where you're just <laughs> waving at people as you're talking. Uh, and they're probably
0: is, like, oh, quit. yeah. Which is like a classic. That,
1: yeah. I mean, we're just in a coffee shop having a conversation, and that's probably what tends to happen. But yeah, it's it, cool. it goes with the business. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, as Joy said, we know a lot of people by name.
1: I am not good at remembering names. When I first meet someone, I'm usually too busy worrying about what they'll think of me, if they'll like me, or whether I'm saying the wrong thing. In the end, all that internal noise in my head usually crowds out the person's name and other details that I might miss. But in our conversation, I was struck by the string of optimism that guides Leah and Joy's decision-making. So often, you see businesses making decisions out of fear or cynicism, but I wonder if Leah and determination to assume the best of their employees, of their patrons, and ultimately of their town is part of the magic that makes Limestone work. That optimism is more than just a passive positivity. It leads to proactive steps to getting involved in the community in ways that they presume will make a difference. And yes, this optimistic approach also frees up space in their heads to learn the names of the people they meet. Thanks for listening to Area Code Batavia. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Winter can be a hard time for local businesses, so make sure you're supporting local businesses when you can. If you enjoy this podcast, why not subscribe to our newsletter? Just click the link in the show notes and put in your email address. Not only will we let you know whenever there's a new episode of Area Code Batavia available, but each issue also brings you five concrete ways to experience a deeper sense of belonging in the community of Batavia, Illinois. Most importantly, if you know someone who would love to hear this podcast, please share it with them. Word of mouth is the best way to grow this community and help more people feel like they belong in Batavia, Illinois. Area Code Batavia is produced by Area Code Audio. It's hosted and produced by me, Richard Clark, with additional production help from Jennifer Clark.